0: What's up? And welcome to Crossover Wednesdays here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm James Yarko host of Locked On Bucks and writer for BucksNation.com, joined by Tony Serino of Locked On Steelers and LockedOnSteelers.com. We are going to be previewing the Monday Night showdown between the Tampa Bay Fitz Magics and the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I'll tell you what, Fitz Magic is sweeping the nation. Yeah, ESPN's all over it, NFL networks all over it. You have NFL network hosts dressing up as Fitzpatrick who was dressed up as Deshaun Jackson. Um, you know, the number one quarterback in the NFL through 2 weeks and he's just playing out of his mind. It has a lot of Buccaneers fans really excited about what's going on in Tampa, which is kind of the opposite tony of what's going on with Pittsburgh fans, I and mean, they're kind of reeling they start off with a a tie against the browns and then they or I'm sorry they they start off with uh yeah, it was a tie against the browns and then a a loss to the Kansas City chiefs. I mean what's going on in in Steelers country
1: boy it is it is rough times in Pittsburgh right now. you know it's funny when this game was announced on the schedule the Steelers and the Bucks week three Monday Night football in Tampa Bay, Steeler fans were thinking. Okay, Bucks. You know that should be a win. This is a you know Bucks are a team still re- and rebuilding. It's it felt like, and the Steelers, of course, Super Bowl or bust type season. The only worry in Pittsburgh about this game was kind of playing down to our opponents, right? That's been a, that's been a thing under Mike Tomlin, especially on the road. And boy, that has that has not been the case. This is a Steeler team now that is on the brink of collapse. It feels like with Antonio Brown not showing up to the, to the facility for team meetings on Monday. Tomlin saying at the press conference. That he is going to be talking to him today did not want to elaborate on whether or not that was an excused absence, although it seems like it was not. Uh, Tom or uh, AB also going on Twitter and saying, "Trade me uh, to a, a former Steelers PR employee." It is it is rough times in Pittsburgh, and and you know, looking at this team and where they are right now, uh, this is a must win scenario for Pittsburgh because if you know, winning cures everything, but there's so much wrong with this team between the Le'Veon thing between. Antonio Brown uh, and everything happening off the field, and we haven't even talked about on the field where this team has been. You know, week one, six turnovers offensively. Week two, 40, 42 points given up, six touchdowns. Defensively, they looked atrocious as they did to end the twenty seventeen season. This is uh, this is not where the Steelers expected to be at this point, but they are in a must win scenario on Monday Night Football.
0: Yeah, and it's funny, you, you mentioned looking at the schedule when it came out, and, and you see that Monday night matchup between the Steelers and the Bucks, And, of course, we have to give credit to the fact that uh, former Steelers player and former Buccaneers head coach Tony Dungy will be enshrined in the Buccaneers ring of honor during halftime of this game. But you looked at it, and, and as you said, you kind of looked at it as like, well, you know, it's the Steelers and the Bucks prime time, probably going to be a win for the Steelers. And then you have the Jameis Winston suspension happen where you're like, okay, now the Steelers are facing the Bucs and Ryan Fitzpatrick, that's got to be a win. And a lot of us were talking about if the Bucs can escape this three-game stretch without Jameis Winston with one win, they're going to be in good shape moving forward. The schedule eases up a little bit. Atlanta doesn't look great. And then they had Washington. They have the Giants. They have the Cowboys. They have uh, the, the 49ers. They have winnable games on the schedule. They just had to, you know, withstand the, the initial push of what was deemed the most difficult opening three game stretch in the Super Bowl era. And the Bucs are just taking it to their opponents. So it's very it's a very strange feeling heading into this Monday night game. And amazingly enough, with as well as the Buccaneers have played and as poorly as the Steelers have played, we're still looking at a game where the Pittsburgh Steelers are favored by one and a half points. And then you have the over under of 53 and a half. And and I don't know, man, like I've I've said I said against the Saints when they were favored by nine and a half. Take the bucks and the points. But I think the Saints are going to win last week when the Eagles were favored by three and a half. I said, take the bucks and the points. But I think the Eagles are going to win. I don't know what to do this week, Tony, but I'll tell you what. If you think you know, you need to check out our friends over at MyBookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why we always tell people to bet with MyBookie. Trust me, everyone, they are your best bet this season. They've been in business for years, have great reviews online, and their mobile site is ridiculously easy to use. We would only recommend a service to our listeners that have been good to us. That's why Tony and I are urging everyone to make their way to MyBookie. You win. You win. They pay. They have in game live betting, over unders on fantasy points scored, and the most rewarding player perks in the business. And right now, NFL season is in full swing, and my bookie has been slammed with new bettors. They want to give everyone the best service possible. So if you're willing to wait and deposit after 7 p.m. Eastern time, they're going to give you an additional $25 free play on deposits over $100. Join now, and MyBookie will also match your deposit dollar for dollar. All you have to do is use promo code LOCKEDON25 to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use promo code LOCKEDON25. That's L O C K E D. Oh, and the number two, the number five when creating your account to not only get your dollar for dollar bonus, but also get that free $25 free play with deposits over $100. You play, you win, you get paid. Big thanks to my bookie. Tony, I'm going to kick it over to you. What are you looking for? out of the Pittsburgh Steelers in this Monday night game. They're having trouble getting the running game going. I know James Conner has looked pretty well, yeah. uh, but he, he struggled running the ball against Kansas City. You have the drama with Antonio Brown. I don't foresee this really being too big of an issue from the outside looking in. I think he's going to play, and he's going to be Antonio Brown. He's the best receiver in football, but this just seems like a team that is on full tilt right now and you have to start to wonder: Is it a Tomlin issue? Is it, you know, this team is just kind of eroding from within with all the Le'Veon drama? But mm-hmm. is this a game that they're going to come in and bounce back and, and and escape Raymond James with a win? Or how do you see this playing out? What are you looking for from your? Yeah, scores?
1: you know that that has been the Tomlin era, right? As they have had these kind of big bounce back wins. The, the Tomlin, you know, Tomlin era has not been full of uh, you know super slow start. They had an zero and four. Uh, start a couple years ago that they bounced back from and started or ended the year eight and four to finish that, that season eight and eight, which was a good end of the season. But you know, it does, this does feel like it should be the kind of bounce back win and get this team back on track uh, that we're hoping for. But look, it's in Tampa, Ben Roethlisberger on the road in the last couple years has been a problem. Uh, You know, he just, he turns the ball over more on the road. Completion percentage is way down on the road. Uh, And, and, and and as you said, you know, is this a team that is just falling apart? Are they on the brink? Is this a team that is ready to go in and, and win a big football game on the road against an up-and-coming team in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are playing fantastic football right now, especially on the offensive side? You know, the question in Pittsburgh right now is: Has Tomlin lost the locker room? Has he lost this team? And and what is happening with this team defensively? Look, this game is going to be all about whether or not the Steelers can contain, you know, as it fit's Magic and all of the weapons that Tampa has. You know, I, I said foolishly before the Kansas City game that I didn't feel like. They had as many weapons as people were, you know, were going into that game thinking. I thought it was a, you, know, you shut down Tyree Kill, you limit Kelsey and, and you know, you let the rest kind of play itself out. And that did not happen at all. You know, the the uh, Mahomes and, and company feasted on this Steeler defense. And I worry, and I think every Steeler fan worries going into this game, that the Buccaneers are going to have the same kind of success that Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs had with guys like Deshaun Watson, Mike Evans, OJ Howard now at tight end. Uh, I, I really like Godwin as as a third receiver there. Uh, the Buccaneers are filled with talent. So all of the question marks in Pittsburgh right now are defensively. Can this team put together a quality defensive performance? Yes. Against Cleveland it was good, but again, that's the Cleveland Browns. That was in a a rainstorm. Uh, this is a much different animal and, and the way the Buccaneers are playing offense right now, I'm I'm just not so sure this defense is going to be able to hold this team, you know, under 30 or somewhere in the 20s like you would think they need to in order to win this football game. On the offensive side, Look, you know, it was, it was bad in Cleveland. It got much better in Kansas City. We, the Kansas City performance was much more what Steelers fans were expecting going into the season. Big game from Juju. A.B. a little quieter. Not, not necessarily a quiet game, but quieter for Antonio Brown. Him and Ben don't seem to be on the same page right now, and that seems to be the, the crux of A.B.'s issues uh, in Pittsburgh right now. Uh, as you said, James Conner had a tough game against Kansas City, although you know he kind of got taken out of the game plan early because of how quickly they went down. In that one, I expect this game to be a shootout. I really do. I expect this game will likely be played in the 30s. Uh, And it's, you know, Steeler games. Two of the last three meaningful Steeler games have kind of been last team to have the ball wins. And you get the sense coming into this one that we could very, very easily be in for another shootout uh, between uh, the Bucks and Steelers.
0: So you're saying hammer the over at 53. Absolutely
1: hammer the over in this one. No (laughs) doubt about it.
0: Yeah, you know, the the Buccaneers defense has been something that a lot of fans have been very critical of in in recent years and still somewhat critical of this year despite the 2-0 record because they do seem to struggle. But it seems like they get those important stops when they have to. They shut down the New Orleans Saints in the third quarter. They were getting stops against the Eagles throughout the game. And for the Steelers, I know you mentioned that that, – Cleveland game was a complete monsoon and and you had the Steelers turn the ball over. What was it like six times in that game and still escape with a tie? I mean, you turn the ball over six times against any team in the NFL. That's a 100% loss every time I, how they escape with a tie to me is, is a moral victory. I know there are no moral victories in in football, but still, but you look at the, at the Pittsburgh defense and they, they're ranked 25th in yards given up. They're 14th against the pass, but 30th against the run. So that 14th against the pass, and it, it seemed, again, from the outside looking in, that the pass defense was probably going to be more of the problem given the way Patrick is my Mahomes boy you know, mm-hmm. completely shredded that, that secondary with, with six touchdown passes, but he didn't have a ton of yards to go along with it you know, they have they they've allowed the fifth most points in the NFL and they have a negative 4 turnover differential which is the worst in the NFL whereas when you flip it over to the bucks offensive side you have the number one quarterback in football they're first in passing yards they're they're second in the NFL in points behind the Kansas City Chiefs you have a a, a journeyman 35 year old backup quarterback who has thrown for over 400 yards and four touchdowns in in two games this season and it's it lines up a little bit like the the Eagles game did, um, where you the, the strength of the Bucks has been the passing offense, and it seems the strength on the Steelers defensive side would be their pass defense, whereas the, the strength of the Steelers right now is their passing offense. And and the Buccaneers have given up the 31st most passing yards in the NFL. I mean, they're they're next to last in in passing defense efficiency. So I, I think you're you're spot on that we're gonna end up with a with a shootout here. And it wouldn't surprise me one bit if both of these quarterbacks end up with four
1: touchdowns apiece. Well let, let me ask you this you know in Tampa right now, right? You know, Jameis Winston, the, the starting quarterback coming in, you know, suspended for three games, Fitzpatrick comes in. How much of this Fitzpatrick thing do you think is real? Right? Is this something that you know, Deshaun Jackson said today, you can't, you cannot take the ball out of Fitzpatrick's hands, given how well he's playing right now. Is this a two game, you know, uh, out of body experience for, for Ryan Fitzpatrick, right? <laughs> or is this something that you think can he can sustain for a 16 game period? Are we going to see Ryan Fitzpatrick come back down to earth at some point this season? I'm not saying it's going to happen against Pittsburgh, but at some point this season.
0: I think it will. Um, you know, we've seen Fitzpatrick in the past have these stretches and have these runs where he does play like such a great quarterback. That's how he got a big deal in Buffalo. That's how he got his deal in New York. That's how he's gone to all these different teams. It's it's the I know it's kind of a joke, but it, it there's some truth to it that it's the Ryan Fitzpatrick cycle. He came into this season knowing he was the backup. The Jameis Winston suspension came down. He knew that he only had to carry the team for three weeks. So he's going out there with absolutely nothing to lose and he's playing great great football and the other thing to to keep in mind is that the Buccaneers have a different offensive play caller this year Dirk Cutter has given the play calling to offensive coordinator Todd Munkin and it's the first time in Cutter's coaching career that he hasn't called the plays and we're seeing kind of a different approach to these games you know that 75 yard touchdown pass to Deshaun to open up the game against the Eagles was an audible by Fitz because he looked at the coverage. He saw the safety wasn't going to be there. He saw it was man coverage, and he said, all right, this is what we're going to do. The The other thing to think about with Fitz is, even though he's gotten these big deals with with Buffalo and, and New York, and he's played in Cincinnati and St. Louis and Houston and you know, everywhere, he's never had the offensive weapons that he has in Tampa. I don't I can't think of a, another team in recent memory that have the kind of receiving threats the the Buccaneers have when you line up Mike Evans, Deshaun Jackson, Chris Godwin, Cameron Brait who hasn't even had a target this season but has you know he led the NFL in touchdowns for tight ends two years ago he was third last year and then you have OJ Howard I mean who do you cover you know, you can't double Mike Evans because now you have Deshaun one-on-one you can't lean the safety over to Deshaun to protect the deep ball because now Evans or Godwin are going to get you or OJ Howard's going to expose a linebacker it's just it's amazing to see what he's doing but he's so intelligent that he's able to you know he's seen it all there's yeah. nothing that the, that the Steelers or, or any other team can throw at him that he really hasn't ever seen before and he's making the most of it and I got to credit him for that and, and I agree you have to ride the hot hand for the time being but I don't think that Fitzpatrick is going to be a 16 game starter
1: this year what about what about the running game in Tampa? So you know, coming into the season, I think you guys had drafted Ronald Jones from USC. Uh, what was that in the second round? Was that the, yes. st- the second round? So, but you know, the, the the he hasn't seen the field yet, right? And and uh, it's been Peyton Barber at running back. Are you worried at all about the the running game in Tampa? I mean, it doesn't feel like that's really gotten going at all. It really has been, I mean, really has been a one sided offense with Fitzpatrick kind of leading the way.
0: No, I'm I'm not worried about it at all. You know, Peyton Barber was running really well in the first half against the Saints and the game kind of got away from the running game and once they once they were in a situation where the game script was calling for these runs the saints were stacking the box because the bucks were trying to run the clock and and he was trying to get past 10 defenders same thing with the eagles you know they were they were scoring so quickly and and fitzpatrick was doing so well connecting with the receivers that they kind of got away from the run game the way Peyton Barber runs, and he's a really good running back, and we knew coming into the season that he was going to get the lion's share of the carries at least early on. So Ronald Jones, unfortunately, has been a healthy scratch the first two weeks because of sheer numbers. They have the issues in the secondary. Brent Grimes has been injured the first two weeks. Vernon Hargraves got injured against the Saints and he's out for the season. They've had the the issue with Vita Vea on the defensive line. He hasn't practiced in in 2 months with the calf injury. So they're looking to keep guys active that can not only play in the secondary but they're also special teams. Undrafted rookie Sean Wilson out of Duke has been getting the nod because he's the kick returner. You know Ronald Jones doesn't really fill any of those roles, so unfortunately he's been a healthy scratch. Bold prediction, it's not going to surprise me one bit if we see the debut of Ronald Jones in this game against the Steelers.
1: Interesting. That would, that would, that would be interesting. Um, the, the Steelers are also bringing to uh, you know, bring back to health Vance McDonald at the tight end position. Uh, who yeah. Has been, Vance dance. Yeah. Vance has been kind of a secret weapon for the Steelers in that, you know, he's been injured for so long. Not a, uh, He hasn't been utilized in the offense as much as he probably should have been. Uh, he's coming back to health now on the Steelers side. And, you know, what's exciting about watching the Steeler offense, or at least watching it last week, is you you got to see the tight ends. And it, it wasn't necessarily Vance McDonald because he was still coming back uh, to full health, but Jesse James had a monster day, 150 yards. Mm-hmm. feels like this could be a game where, you know, oh, the Steelers had such a problem covering Travis Kelsey uh, last week. The middle of, of the field for the Steelers, Vince Williams, John Bostic trying to cover tight ends, cover running backs out of the backfield was a disaster against Patrick Mahomes. And that was a worry going into the season. You know, with OJ Howard, you you know, you talked about it. Cameron Brate in Tampa Bay. It feels like both these offenses uh, can really exploit. I feel like they can exploit the middle of the field or, or exploit that tight end position. How do you feel?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's gonna it's definitely gonna be an interesting matchup, and I'll tell you what, Jesse James, uh, I think is criminally underrated. I think he's a, a phenomenal talent for Pittsburgh. Really, kind of provides. Oh yeah, absolutely. I I really like him a lot, but I'll be interested to see how they incorporate Vance McDonald into the offense and how they utilize him coming off of that injury. But you know, I, I've been a a Jesse James fan since last year. And when I really started paying attention to, to the way that he played and I, I like him a lot. I think he, he can bring a lot to the offense. Of course, you know, (laughs) it's so hard to get targets, uh, you know, when you're in an offense with Antonio Brown and and Juju Smith-Schuster. And I know they don't have Martavis Bryant there anymore, who was, who was eating up some of those targets as well. And and Le'Veon out of the backfield, but you know, the, the Steelers are, you know, I, I see the parallels there between the, the, the two high octane offense potential between the Steelers and the Bucs. You know, when you have those uh, elite type receivers, you you have those playmaking tight ends, you, you know, with Le'Veon Bell out, of course you don't have quite the dynamic running back, but you have a guy in Connor who can run the ball. He can catch out of the backfield. You know, the, the Steelers, despite the 0-1-1 record, that's, that's not a team to take lightly. I know things are, are kind of, uh in turmoil right now but you you can't go into the game and I know a lot of buccaneers fans are, are hyped and they're saying you know they're they're going to go 3 and 0 look at the at the steelers they couldn't even beat the browns da 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 it's like you know, just slow down this is still the pittsburgh steelers this is still ben roethlisberger who's going to be in the hall of fame this is still the best receiver in the nfl this is still a super bowl winning head coach you know they can they can turn around and they can win 35 to 3 because that's the way that the Steelers are. You can never, ever, ever count them out. And and playing in a division you know, like they do against the, the Ravens and the Bengals twice a year. it's they're they're born and bred bruisers. Uh almost like the the black and blue division used to be in, in you know the old days when the Bucks had to go up against the Packers and the Bears and and the Vikings all the time. But yeah, I uh oof. It's it's uh Tony, it's gonna be an interesting game.
1: It really is (laughs) going to be interesting.
0: That's the the best way I can put it. And I'll tell you what, to our listeners, if you're you're in the the Tampa area, whether you're a Pittsburgh fan, I know Pittsburgh fans travel well. They're spread out all over the place. And, you know, Tampa Bay gets a little bit of of heat because there are always so many, you know, visiting colors in, in Raymond James. But you have to think you're a vacation destination, especially during football season. You're in a location where you have all these people moving out of their you know nasty cold environments that you know it, it's time to relax and enjoy the sunshine and if you're in the area you got to go check out the game on on monday night at raymond james stadium and we can help you out with that our friends over at vivid seats are offering a great deal and you know tony right now i'm looking there's tickets available on vivid seats for this game starting at uh at about 110 dollars and with Vivid Seats, you know, they're an online event ticket marketplace dedicated to providing fans of live entertainment with experiences that last a lifetime. Vivid With Vivid Seats, listeners can watch their favorite teams and artists perform in person. They help fans find their seats to any of their favorite live events, including sports, concerts, theater, and more. And they offer great prices and an easy purchasing experience. And... If you use the promo code LOCKEDON, listeners can receive $20 off orders of $200 or more. All you have to do is go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app, enter promo code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and you get $20 off orders of $200 or more, and all Vivid Seats are confirmed and backed up by a 100% guarantee. And Like I said, I'm looking at tickets right now starting at about $110. Uh, you know, great value on these seats. If you're in the area and you want to go check it out, you want to see your your Buccaneers, you want to see your Steelers, you want to see Tony Dungy inducted into the Ring of Honor. Visit our friends at Vivid Seats and use promo code Locked On.
1: There really is nothing like being there uh, for these games. You know, I, in Heinz Field, you know, I've been to I've been to plenty of of big Steeler losses. I went to the Jacksonville loss a year ago, the <laughs> Baltimore one, but there really is nothing like being there. Uh, in the stadium, so Vivid Seats doing a great job of of giving you guys a great value uh, to get yourself into that stadium. Uh, one one more thing, I want to ask you before we go uh, about is you know this is going to be a high scoring game as we talked about one full of offense right now. One way to slow down the, the kind of offenses that are going to be uh, attacking here, a passing style of offense, is, of course, getting to the quarterback for the Steelers. Yeah, you know, they've got Bud Dupree, they've got T.J. Watt. They led the league in sacks a year ago. One of the biggest question marks this season was going to be, can they be more consistent on the edge? Are they going to have to continue to manufacture pressure as they did a year ago? And what, and what that meant was that in these big games against guys like, you know, Brady and, and, uh, and, and uh, Bortles in the playoff game, right? They really didn't get there because they weren't able to manufacture that. They were, you know, kind of out coached in that way. It happened again with Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I think there's a, there's a big worry in Pittsburgh that, you know, Keith Butler, our defensive coordinator likes to get very, uh, passive in these moments and kind of sit back rush three rush four and try to beat them in the secondary It doesn't feel like uh, a recipe for success for the Steelers how about how about Tampa Bay how, how do you think the, the Bucks are going to attack this Steeler offense uh,
0: I think it's going to be more of the same and it's it's their philosophy so far this season you know as I kind of alluded to earlier with their with their defensive rankings it's been bend don't break and I realize they went up against the Saints, and the Saints are going to put up points regardless. I don't know how they managed to only put up 21 against the Browns. It's still a little baffling. But that defensive line, you know, it's a completely new look. And and for the the locked on Steelers listeners that don't know, you know, they of course still have Gerald McCoy, but they got Jason Pierre Paul. They have Vinnie Curry from from the Eagles. They also got Bo Allen from the Eagles. No word yet on his injury. He left the game on Sunday with a foot injury. They have Noah Spence, who was a healthy scratch, but I would venture to guess is going to be reactivated this week. Carl Nassib joined from from the Browns once he was released. They still have Vita Veya. No word on whether or not he's going to be ready to go yet. I sincerely doubt it. But this defensive line really hasn't had a whole lot of time to gel, and they had a significant improvement between weeks one and two uh, they you know they were getting a lot of pressure on Foles. they were hitting them they had a couple of sacks uh, i know mccoy had one i know pierre paul had one you know so they're they're starting to get it but you're looking at a secondary like i said who's been without grimes been without hargraves you have two second round rookie draft picks in carlton davis and mj stewart in the secondary you have ryan smith who was the you know, kind of the ire of of Buccaneers fans and they wanted him cut and all these Twitter GMs would said, you know, get rid of him. He's not the greatest corner on earth, but by gosh, he's he's playing pretty well right now. You had Chris Conti leave with an injury. So now your your safeties are going to be a uh, second year man, Justin Evans and rookie Jordan Whitehead from Pitt. I know some Steelers fans are going to be familiar with him. So it's going to be interesting to see how they approach it. I would say the biggest worry for Steelers fans, would be the the middle three: Adarius Taylor, Quan Alexander, Levante David. Quan was all over the field on Sunday against the Eagles, really just playing out of his mind. Levante gets sent on on some of these blitzes, and when he gets sent, he he gets home. So I could see them throwing Levante at at Roethlisberger quite a bit in this game. But if if you're going to give Roethlisberger that time to sit in the pocket, he's he's going to pick the defense apart just the same way Drew Brees did. He's that kind of quarterback. So it's going to come, uh, you know, on the front four to be able to generate that pressure with JPP, Curry, uh, William Golston, Gerald McCoy. You know those those group of guys. But I would say the 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 two main guys to watch out for in this one for sure are going to be the linebackers Levante David and Quan Alexander.
1: And then you want to finish this up with a uh, with a score prediction?
0: Absolutely. And you know what? I'll, I'll uh, defer to you, sir. What is what is going to be your score prediction for
1: this one? Well, you know, uh, pain, if you're, if you're a Steeler fan, I think <laughs> if you're a, if you're a fan of Steeler defense, if you, if you grew up like I did in the, in the nineties, watching, you know, Blitzberg and uh, you know, hearing stories about the steel curtain and, and, you know, it was always uh, a, a great Steeler defense. This is uh this is not the Pittsburgh Steelers. You remember um, I, I just can't see a way that this team turns it around so quickly from what happened. Uh, a week ago against Kansas City. And again, what happened against Kansas City, so reminiscent of what happened against Jacksonville. Remember, this team gave up 45 to Blake Bortles and the Jacksonville Jaguars in Heinz Field in a playoff game. And prior to that, I mean, they were giving up uh, 20, 30-plus every game beyond that. So it has been rough uh, for the Steeler defense. And I, I don't imagine it's going to get much better on the road against a Bucks team that, you know, like you said, it feels like it just has so many weapons offensively. You know, am I going to predict a Steelers win? I, you know, I, I, I'm a homer. I have to. I'm going to predict uh, 38 35. I think this is, uh, I think there's going to be plenty, plenty of scoring in Tampa. Uh, I think the Steelers are going to have to edge this one out. And it, it feels like the kind of game that the Steelers have been playing a lot, which is just, you know, whoever has the ball last, they're going to win this game.
0: Well, and, and so far this season, Tony, I have predicted the New Orleans Saints to win. Wow. I have predicted the Philadelphia Eagles to win.
1: All right, are we are we gonna
0: make it three for three? We're gonna go three for three. Oh,
1: I um, like it. Let's go. I,
0: <laughs> I I do a a column every Monday morning over at BucksNation.com called Pick Six, and I told Buccaneers fans that I am gladly going to fall on this sword for them that I will pick against the Buccaneers every single week. If this is the way they're gonna come out and play on Sunday, or in this case on Monday. So I'm going to take the Steelers in a bounce back for them to win 36-34. I still think there's going to be four Fitzpatrick touchdowns. I still think he's going to continue to light up the scorer sheet. But I think at the end of the day, the Steelers are the Steelers for a reason. And they realize it's a gut check time. And if they were to start 0-2-1, their chances of making the playoffs are pretty much shot. And I realize the division they're in. I don't think the Bengals are for real. Uh, The Ravens kind of showed who they were when they played the Bengals. The Browns are still young and learning. So there would still be that chance that they could eke out the division. But it's so tough to climb back from that. And the Steelers know that with all the veteran leadership in that building, I think they come out and they squeeze out a win in Raymond James Stadium. But again, I'm falling on the sword for Buccaneers fans everywhere because if I pick the Saints and the Eagles to win and the Bucks won both times, then you know, mm-hmm. let's let's still mess with a good thing. I told Dang, my dad yeah, yeah. he has to leave he has to leave Deshaun Jackson on his fantasy bench because he did the first two weeks. I said, if you put him in the starting lineup, you're gonna ruin this. I was <laughs> like, you, you can't mess with the mojo at this point.
1: That's right. You got you got the old reverse jinx going. I, I like it. Yeah, I like it. it. You know, in, in Pittsburgh, if this if this is another loss, if this team does fall to 0-2 and one, given what's happened already again off the field that we have this team has enough on the field issues as it is uh but the off the field stuff you boy the 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 conversation in pittsburgh is going to turn from can we make the playoffs can we make the can we you know win the division all of that it is going to turn from that to a much uh a much harsher conversation about coaching changes and all of that Mm -hmm. it is going to start up in earnest this early in the season i think it already has in some ways but Boy, this would be a this would be a really tough loss for the Steelers if they were to lose in Tampa. And I think there's a real chance uh, that the the Steelers will lose this one. So, but I'm glad I'm glad you're coming through, uh, picking the Steelers to win this one. I appreciate it. Hey, I,
0: I gotta I gotta keep that momentum going. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Tony, I appreciate so much of your uh, of your time tonight. And for those of you listening, make sure you're checking out Tony on Twitter at Steeler Country. You can find everything that he's doing over at LockedOnSteelers.com, and we appreciate his insight uh, into the Steelers. For those of you who are unfamiliar with me, you can find everything that I'm doing over at Bucksnation.com. Follow along on Twitter, at LockedOnBucs, and at JayYarko underscore Bucks. We thank you all so much for joining us right here at Crossover Wednesdays. boom. boom is activator meaning i'm on fire off the top might want to back up data well over a hip-hop a verbal tractor trailer homie oh, they sick you can normally ask a hater don't it make sense d shell cases it's just like a bag of paper drop to the lap of his activator homie they I'll make that drop like a sack of potatoes what girl on the cracker later percolator this party beam
1: up to later later tell your boyfriend that you just dropped data. you rolling with a player you won't be exaggerating when you say you living life in the fast lane but that's the speed of
0: life and i can't slow down